This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Tuesday, April 5th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? Dylan, I'm hanging in there. Yeah, getting uh, back into the rhythm of we're going to do this podcasting thing every day? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, did you watch some uh, opening day baseball? I did. I, I watched as much as I could, which was most of you know the the, the two Chicago based games. Yeah, yeah. Turns out that uh, Jake Arrieta is pretty good. Yes, believe it or not. Still, yeah. and the White Sox can beat the A's just barely. Oh, it, it, the White Sox went absolutely. I'm sorry. The the it, I'm used to saying the White Sox go absolutely little league. In this case, it was actually Oakland who who spent. Yes. The better part of an inning throwing the ball all over the yard while the White Sox kind yeah. of bases. Yeah, it's. Uh, I felt like that was the year for the A's last year, and I hope it's not that again. They're bad. The A's team is a mess. Yeah. Oh, my boy Rich Hill started uh, in place of Sonny Gray, and I tweeted that uh, in the contest I probably would have taken him, and we're allowed to call audibles if we do it beforehand, but I didn't want to do it on an opening day. I stuck with Ari Dickey, and Ari Dickey got his five inning three run win like i figured he would uh but uh yeah rich hill did not have a great night i don't know um i wanted to ask you about this he starts the a's season by hitting adam eaton yes um do you think this is related to drake laroche does rich hill have strong opinions about drake laroche you know i was kind of hoping he did like yeah i was hoping maybe knock some into adam eaton you know because yeah 27-year-old team player representative should not be saying that a 14-year-old is a team leader under any circumstances. Yeah, I just realized that maybe some of our new listeners or maybe our old ones might not realize that I'm grinning and making a joke as I say that, that that's actually my hot take, that Rich Hill cares about Drake LaRoche. Of course not. I just, that was a joke. It's sad that I want to put that out there, but uh, we know how sports journalism can be. Yeah, So I'm being silly, but... uh, yeah, uh, that thing. I, oh, boy. That was, yeah. What a fun offseason, huh? Oh, the offseason sucks. <laughs> I just mean the, the White Sox news for you. Oh, well, it's it's it, we started on the, on the wrong foot, and it didn't get better from there. So, yeah. No, they, they announced they were keeping Robin, and I, I was in shock for at least a week. Yeah. I mean, but you're probably okay with saving the thirteen million and losing the Roche. Oh, oh, absolutely! I, I wish they could have done this last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that worked out okay. And we talked about the bold predictions piece. I trolled you a little bit, but like, I honestly think I don't think the White Sox are going to be good, but I think the White Sox definitely have potential on their roster okay. all over the place. And I don't think you could have said that for the last couple of years. I mean. Last year a little bit, but I they certainly improved over last year, right? I suppose I don't, you know. You would you feel better on lose, this opening day than last year when you lose a team leader like Craig Laroche. How are you supposed to recover from that in an off season? Well, and Jeff Samarjo was the big off season loss, but you know, it was exciting about him last year, and then he didn't do anything. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Miserable for the entire season. <laughs> yes. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up is: Did you see Bryce Harper's hat? I did not. I, I was working all day like a chump. So, you heard Bryce Harper's comments in the offseason about having some style in baseball and whatnot. Oh, yeah, and then Goose Gossett. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, 
Bryce Harper wore a hat uh, after the game today, after he hit a home run and stole a base, uh, and they won by a run. His hat said, make baseball fun again. And it's the best thing I heard all day. Opening day was great, but that's my personal highlight. I don't know how you feel about it, but it made a Bryce Harper fan out of me, or there already was one. You see, if if they were gonna, if he was gonna do it, he should have gone with with poor grammar. It should have been fun. Make baseball again. Also, would have been good. Also, would have been fine. But I would have liked that a bit more. It's a good hat to wear in your uh, post game uh, interviews and whatnot. I don't know. That's good. That's a thumbs up from me. That, you, that's you, you know, at least one crusty old like baseball writer was like annoyed by it. And oh yeah, the Nationals club. In, 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 good. In, Clubhouse. Great. I'm I'm pro baseball fun, and I'm officially pro Bryce Harper. I also drafted him in a league, so I'm I'm in. So you're one league. Yeah, and in a snake league, he fell to me like fourth, and I was like, you guys are silly. Uh, and again, a home run and a stolen base on opening day. He has something like home runs in like four straight opening days or something. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Oh boy, what a fun guy. Um. All right. So we are going to talk about DFS stuff today. Well, Dylan, before we get into that, do, do you want to talk about what I'm doing on, on Saturday? We do. Yes, I do. Matt, uh, big news, not only your Saturday, but we have a sponsor this year, which is exciting. It's our uh, third year podcasting mm-hmm. and uh, second year here at Rotographs. And yeah, Rotographs uh, has a sponsor for us and we're excited to talk about it. I know Matt's really excited to talk You're, about it. I, I get the read ad copy. It's it's a good it's a good sponsor though. It's actually like something we're pretty excited about. So, Matt, uh tell me what's going on on Saturday. Well, you know, you know, my 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 friend and life coach Chase Anderson is now pitching in Milwaukee. Yes, and we're excited about that. Believe it or not, he's pitching on Saturday at home in Milwaukee. You're going to go? Uh I did, but I I I didn't, you know, I didn't have a hookup for tickets or anything. So, I logged on to seatgeek.com, but I suppose I could have also used the free SeatGeek app on my smartphone or iDevice. Yes. Whatever you have, you can go to SeatGeek. Our wonderful sponsor SeatGeek yeah, to I I I went into the settings tab and I added a promo code. You know, we have a promo yes. code for the show and I went and used it to kind of test it out and save $20 on my on my seats. They made us a promo code for our own show, which is the coolest thing. We, we've officially made it, Matt. We've made it. We have a sponsor and a promo code. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell us what the promo code is? No. I just want to gloat that we have okay, well, one. I'll tell you what the promo code is. It's streams. Yes. S-T-R-E-A-M-S. Yes. Streams. As in Field of Streams, named after the podcast. Yes. So you use the free SeatGeek app or log on to SeatGeek.com, enter in the code, and save 20 bucks off your tickets. That's pretty sweet. They just give you 20 bucks. Really? I, and for, for no, nothing, nothing else than using SeatGeek.com or the free SeatGeek app. Yeah. Go try it out. Tell them you're a fan of Field of Streams that you listen to us stumble through this ad copy, yeah. but uh, they'll give you 20 bucks for it. For listening to us talk about it, they'll give you 20 bucks. Honestly, which, if, you, if you like use it and buy tickets, like... Hit us up on Twitter when you go to the game. I, I, I'd love to I'll, know that, that fans of the show are saving money with SeatGeek.com. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool. So you're going to do it to go see Chase Anderson, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, yeah, go to SeatGeek, you stream. It's 20 bucks. That's a pretty good promo. Um, baseball season is an obvious tie-in, but they do a bunch of other sports. They do a bunch of other events. I think they do like concerts and stuff, too. Uh, it's kind of fun to just poke in there and like see what they have available. Actually, area, it, so. it is kind of cool because they, they give you like a value score based on like mm-hmm. how much you're saving and where, where the seats are. It's kind of neat to play with. 
Yeah, it's a pretty rad company. They have a bunch of, uh, they use statistics and formulas and stuff to try and make it a pretty good product. I've only heard good things about it. So, oh, yeah. So you got, hearing yeah. them for me because I actually used it. No joke. I'm, I'll, actually, I'll, I'll, be, yeah. I'll be in Milwaukee for the game. Uh, on Saturday to see Chase Anderson. Yeah. What a good oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the Astros are also going to be there, you know, but I'm, I'm there. But that'll be cool, too. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So that's our sponsor, SeatGeek. Big thanks to them because, uh, yeah, they're helping us do this show. The show is free. The show will always be free. We like bringing it to you for free. And they're helping us do that. So thanks to them. You know what else is free? What else is free? The SeatGeek app. The SeatGeek app is free. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh boy. You're going to have fun with this. I'm excited about it. It's good. Um, All right. Let's uh, actually talk some baseball or at least some DFS in this podcast. Let's get into it um for tuesday let's start at catcher matt what are you thinking of catcher actually catcher is rough it's not great this is this is a great day to go super cheap on a catcher because the the options i saw weren't great but there were a few that i i picked out yeah we talked a lot about how opening day is really hard because all the good pitchers are going uh the day after opening day a lot of number twos are still pretty good too like it's it doesn't get a lot easier Oh, uh, there's, a, there's a the matchups are all tougher. Um, yeah, I had trouble at catcher. You can take Buster Posey against Jimmy Nelson. It's not a platoon advantage, and he's going to be expensive. But there's no reason not to like that, right? If you want to pay full price on a day like today, I would I would save my money for elsewhere. Okay, yeah, but but you wouldn't you know begrudge anybody who thought that uh, Buster Posey was where to go. I'm fine with no. that. Yeah, no. where where were you looking to go cheap? Honestly, I, the one I like is James McCann in Detroit against Wei Yin Chen. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you like James McCann or you just like the Tigers against okay. uh, Wei Yin Chen? Against Miami. Uh, little from column A, little from column B. Believe it or not, McCann actually did damage against left-handed pitching last year. He had, sure. He had like a 900-plus OPS versus lefties and not a small sample size. Yeah. And Chen is, in fact, a lefty. Yeah. Uh, we like Wei and Chen okay, but have you looked at that t- Tigers lineup? It is just righties up and down the lineup. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Drew Smiley did on opening day. It's like, I like Drew Smiley, but against Toronto, like, oh boy. And that's kind of what happened. Yeah. They, yeah. Every, so uh, I could see that for Wei and Chen. I like Wei and Chen. I do not like him uh, taking on the Tigers. And James McCann could do some damage. He won't be expensive. And even if he has a pulse and is in that lineup and can get on base at all, you know, other guys around him might do it too. So that's a good call. He was not on my list, but I like that. Okay. Um, what do you think about the corpse of Chris Iannetta playing for the He's Mariners? Number two and, on my list. And he gets Martin Perez. Uh, I like Martin Perez okay. Um, he's okay, but... The Texas bullpen is nothing special, and the Mariners, I think, can score some runs there. So uh, I, I am not excited about it. It's a cheap pick. Uh, Ianetta's skill was always getting on base, you know, um, but hitting a left deal help. So I don't know. What what excites you about Chris Ianetta oh, at all? They're paying him $5 million, and really the only skill he has left at this point is to hit left-handed pitching. Yeah. Well, good news. Martin Perez is left-handed. Yeah, believe it or not. So Yeah. I, I get a feeling he's going to sneak into the lineup and, and give a, sh- a couple cracks against Martin Perez and sure. Tuesday. I like that. Um, I also wrote uh, Wellington Castillo against Chad Bettis. And Wellington Castillo has notable splits. He prefers to face lefties, and Chad Bettis is right-handed. Yes. Understood. It's not a prime spot for him. Okay. But as but. Uh, I just 
Chad Bettis also isn't very good, and the Rockies' bullpen's not very good, and it's not a pick I'm excited about, but I think he will do fine. You know, might not be cheap enough, but it'll be okay. Uh, Not a sneaky kind of weird middle ground. Um, I have Derek Norris against Scott Kazmir, just because I like Derek Norris against lefties. Scott Kazmir's pretty decent, though, though, so that's not one I'm that excited about. Would you go near that? No. Okay. Yeah, I'm not pumped. I could see him doing fine. Again, he likes lefties. But I like Derek Norris against lefties. If I'm going cheap, I'm going McCann, honestly. Sure. Uh, I have one other option that okay. I like. Okay. A, I don't know. Uh, our boy, Josh Fegley, gets Jose Quintana. He does. Our boy, Josh Fegley, we went to the well a fair amount last year. Anytime the A's get a lefty, Josh Fegley's uh, likely to play catcher instead of Steven Vogt. Um, if he gets in there, gets a lefty in Quintana. Um, Josh Fegley had a 788 OPS against lefties last year, um, and five of his nine home runs were against him. So it's not going to blow it up, not going to be amazing, but it's a guy that very few other people will be picking. He won't be popular. So if you get Josh Fegley and he puts up some points for you, that is a lot of net points that probably nobody else got, you know, except and the people want James McCann. So, yeah, I think a catcher, I agree with you, going sneaky, saving some money, James McCann or Josh Fegley, something like that. Those are good, okay. good options. Yeah, and if you want to, if you want to spend on Posey, it's not a bad Posey day. But yeah, no, it's not a bad. No, it really isn't a bad Posey yeah. day. Okay, first base, probably some more options there, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, who jumps off the page for you there? I'm going to continue to roll with Brandon Belt against Milwaukee. You love Brandon Belt. <laughs> he, he's healthy. He's playing, and he's hitting. And that team hits. Yeah, yes. I don't have a problem with it at all. Um, you appear to have like a, a representative major league offense in San Francisco this season. Yeah, especially when they're not in San Francisco, especially yeah. when they're playing somewhere else. Yeah, uh, I think Jimmy Nelson has potential, but I'm not staying away from him. I'm not avoiding him right now, and that bullpen's not great either. And Milwaukee's a good place to hit. So yeah, Brandon Belt is a fine place at the top of your list. What else are you thinking? I'm thinking uh, Adrian Adrian Gonzalez versus Big Game James. Yeah, he had a pretty good day on Monday um, as the Dodgers just rolled over the Padres. It was kind of messy. Um, yeah, I, I like that. There's never not really a good time for Adrian Gonzalez. So Left-handed hitter, right-handed pitcher. Yeah, and I love I love James Shields, but I'm not you know that scared of him at this point. He does come with a bit of a platoon spot, I believe. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm into that. Uh, how about on the flip side again, righty against lefty? Will Myers against Scott Casimir, or you just don't want to pick against Scott Casimir, do you? I don't really want to pick Padres. <laughs> they, it's hard. And in baseball, we and especially fantasy baseball, we try to have a long memory. But it's really hard to look at that 15-0 game and be like, "Oh, I got the Padres the next day." I, I realize they got they were up against Kershaw, but oh. It was a sad day in Petco. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not nuts about Will Myers. I want to mention him. Um, how about... So there's these weird, awkward earlier games. Uh, there's Yankees uh, at Yankee Stadium, uh, at the Indians game, and at the Royals game. And that probably won't fit your slate, depending on where you're playing DFS. But uh, Chris Young is pitching against the Mets. Uh, do you like okay. Lucas Duda getting Chris Young? Yes. Chris Young scares me. 
I he, he scares me a bit too because he he could get those fly balls to just kind of like find gloves like he has been. Yeah, but... I think Lucas Duda will put it in the air against Chris Young, which could mean home run and could mean you know fly outs easily. Those are kind of volatile yeah, so hits. We so. get to the outfield. I got thoughts on nuts. Okay, so, so I, I mentioned uh, Lucas Duda. Um, I also want to mention back to the Tigers. I think we'll talk a lot of Tigers today. Uh, Miguel Cabrera getting way in Chen. You'll pay for it, but why not, right? Yeah, why not? It's. I think that could be a big day for them against them. And then um, Paul Goldschmidt also gets Chad Bettis. You're paying top price, but it's not a bad day to go up against them, right? Yeah, let's see. Chad Bettis is... It's Chad Actually, Bettis. It's Chad Bettis. You know what? Yeah. Don't I think... even look it up. It's Chad Bettis. He'll be fine. <laughs> I did look it up, but it's Chad Bettis. I wish... I mean, it'd be better if you were left-handed, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. The other one I have, uh, Mark Canha gets Jose Quintana. That's righty on lefty. Canha kind of has weird splits, and I'm not pumped about him anyway. But if you're feeling like going cheap, getting cute, maybe you're in a GPP where you want some off-brand picks, uh, you could play with Mark Canha against Jose Quintana, I suppose. But, uh, yeah. Anybody else at first base that you like? I've got one more completely off-the-radar pick. Perfect. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know if you're aware, but there's a... a Korean ball players landed in Seattle. Yeah, Lee Day Ho. Yeah, I I've actually I got I got to meet Lee. Oh yeah, I remember that story. Yeah, no, it's a pretty cool. No, I, I was at the time I was blogging about Korean baseball. Yeah. And uh, the, there's a English language Busan based newspaper who invited me to to come hang out and yeah, kind of you know goof off before the game, and I went and you know he was finishing up his workout and. You know, I got to meet him, got to chat with him for a bit, speak zero English. Sure. Uh, phenomenal Korean, but zero English. I would hope that he spoke pretty good Korean. Yeah, he did. No, really <laughs> good. Uh, great guy, you know, complete gentleman. Yeah. Uh, but he, he gets a lefty. Yes, which is kind of why he's on the roster. It, it's 100% the reason he's on the roster. Yes. Because they need a, fir- a first base DH option to hit left-handed pitching. Yes. You know that you know the pair for you know the the yin to Adam Lin's yang, yes, if you will, yes. Uh, Muncie, Indiana, and Busan, South Korea, together again for the first time. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, we don't talk about this uh, that often on the podcast, but Korea is how you and I actually met, was we were That's both true. living in Korea and didn't like. I always say it's funny because we didn't like meet via the internet like most baseball nerds. We like organically oh. met. Uh, we and found out, yeah, <laughs> found out the other was also a big baseball nerd. Um, so Lee Ho didn't get the start against Cole Hamels today, but no. uh, keep an eye out because he very well may uh, get in there against Martin Perez. Because I agree, that's yeah. what he's on the roster for is the lefties. So it's a so. it's a sneaky pick, but dude can hit. You know, I the power is legit. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know if his bat is fast enough, but if he gets a hold, if he if, if he gets a hold of it, it'll go a long, long way. You're hoping for a cheap home run there. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, and, and the batting eye was the batting eye is confident as well. He's, yeah. he's a professional hitter. He knows who he's doing up there. He's not he's not going to embarrass himself or his country. And I'm kind of cheering for him, just not because I've met him, but because I think it'd be a cool. You know, it would be pretty cool. He's a super him. famous Korean player, right? In Korea, reasonably well. Yeah, he's he's more. He's doing more for you know he, he kind of stands up due to his size more than anything. Right. He, he, I think he is. I think he put up like two triple crown seasons in the KBO. Which, yeah. You know it's a hitters league, so you know it's still hard to do. 
take it with yeah, it is. It's 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 no small feat yeah. either way. I'm also interested in seeing Lee Day Hill. Uh, it'll be fun. Hope he gets some starts. Hope he goes on against Martin Perez. So yeah, that's a good off the radar pick. All right, yeah. second base. What are you looking at? What are you thinking? I'm going to continue with the with the trick of, of Tigers with Ian Kinsler. Yeah, that's honestly the top of my list is yep. Ian Kinsler. Uh, I just see quite possibly a big game for them. I, again, I like Wei Yin Chen. I think he's, you know, definitely an option. But I think we spent like the better part of two seasons picking him in the, the field of streams. He's a great streaming pitcher because when he gets a lineup that doesn't handle lefties well, he can do great. Uh, he's getting a lineup that can demolish lefties, and I don't expect a good day. Who Hard to predict one day, but I would not, you know. Uh, and so he's getting a lot of these righties, a lot of good righties, and one of them's Ian Kinsler. Like sit lefties, he'll be at the top of the lineup. If they blow him up, he could be scoring a bunch of runs. So I'm in on Ian Kinsler. Um, I'm trying to look at other options. None I loved as much. Um, Jose Altuve was mentioned by Brad uh, in that Yankees game. They got you know pushed back a day. He'll get Tanaka. That's weird. And in the afternoon, so it might not hit your DFS slate. But if you want to pay for him, uh, you're not crazy. Um, I wouldn't mind Robinson Cano getting Martin Perez. Um, we mentioned him, and he indeed hit a homer uh, against Cole Hamels. And usually you don't want him against a lefty, but dude can hit. And I'm less scared of Martin Perez. And so he might not be popular because it's lefty on lefty, but I don't know. You're not scared of Robinson Cano going to Texas, are you? Is he going to be... Okay, if he's more expensive than Ian Kinsler, I'd much rather have Kinsler. Sure, yeah. I... It's not a slam dunk. And again, in DFS, it's all about value and it's all different depending on, you know, what site you're playing. But if Cano looks good to your team, might fit in there, I give it the thumbs up. I'm not spending the highest yeah, on my budget to I, get him, but I'm okay with it. Honestly, I, I would probably look elsewhere. I'd probably look at Joe Panic against Jimmy Nelson. Yep. Or uh, Rugnet Odor versus Hisashi Iwakuma. That's a good one. I like Rugnet Odor. I like Hisashi Iwakuma, but Odor is trying to push his way out of being underrated. And I think he might do that this year if he didn't last year. I'm starting to get that impression as well. I'm kind of happy I own a few shares of him this year. Once he's everybody's sleeper, you're like, you know what? He might not be underrated anymore. But yeah, he's pretty good. (laughs) That that sounds like the Brett Wallace corollary, though. (laughs) I love Hisashi Iwakuma, but I just looked. He's only 34. I thought he was older than that, but he's old. Uh, It seems like he's been around forever. Yeah. I, I like him. We'll see. Odor is a good pick. I like that too. Um, anybody else at second base you really like? No, there's a I, Kinsler, Panic, Odor, the, my, my three names. Yeah, that's that's good. I have that in Cano. Uh, I agree. Um, how about third? How is, how is Iwakuma only six years older than Nathan Carnes? That seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> I thought in my head, and I'm usually decent at this. I thought Iwakuma was like 37, but he's 34. Uh, still oldish. How is how is Iwakuma younger than I am? <laughs> Uh, I thought he was older. I don't know. Um, okay, how about a third base? Where are you looking? Third base, uh, rough day. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm, I'm sticking. I'm gonna roll. Continue to roll to Detroit stack with Nick Castellanos versus Chen. Yeah, that's kind of the McCann thing where he uh, might not be like the stud doing all the damage, but if he's in that lineup and he's cheap, like there'll be guys on base when he's hitting. I bet you know, or he's gonna get driven in. I just like getting a body in that lineup. You know, okay. I'm right, not. Actually- do you like Nick Castellanos uh, more than I do? I'm not actually that nuts about him. Uh, yeah. Castellanos had a higher OPS versus left-handed pitching than Evan Longoria did last year. Oh, boy. that's I don't know who that says stuff about, but noteworthy. 
60. Yeah. Um, I mean, Cassiano's had fair splits, too. You know, getting a lefty, that's good. We're picking on our buddy Wei in Chen, but... Uh, Continue to pick him. Yeah. <laughs> Not every time. I, he'll be... I'll be picking him some days this year, undoubtedly. I'm sure, I'm sure we will, but not in, in this matchup against this offense. No, it'll be bad. Um, do you like uh, San Francisco Matt Duffy getting Jimmy Nelson? I kind of I like Matt Duffy. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's he's pretty all right, and that lineup should do well. They did well on Monday, so I could see that. Um, I got your boy Chris Bryant getting Andrew Heaney. I like Andrew Heaney, okay, but I think the Cubs might do bad things to him. You know, and, you know, honestly, Chris Bryant wasn't that fantastic against lefties last year. I still trust him, though. I mean, he's he, he strikes out a lot. That's the thing. I think he. I mean, he's not Javier Baez, but he has some boom and bust potential if he doesn't stop striking out so much. I don't know. I think I still think he's going to be incredible, but he might be a 250 hitter, which isn't bad. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like him against Andrew Heaney just fine, though. And the Angels bullpen something special. I think the Angels might be really bad this year, which... Yes, yeah. it's going to be a rough year for, I think, Oakland. Yeah. And yeah, and, and, and Los Angeles. Oh, the Angels, I should say. You think Angeles. Seattle's coming in a very firm third place in that division, maybe? I mean, They're the weird middle team. Yeah, I think they are. It's, it's a, it is a weird team, too, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like Chris Bryant. Um, I also like going back. I'm picking on Jose Quintana, which is weird because I kind of like him. But um, we keep picking A's that hit lefties. And uh, Danny Valencia at third base. He was a favorite of ours last year. Uh, he'll get Jose Quintana. And well, I, Quintana's certainly not bad, but he's not one I'm scared of. And if you want a value pick, I'm pretty all right with that. I actually, I had Valencia written down second on my list as well. Yeah, I, I think Valencia will be cheap and he'll be fine. He showed some power last year. Hopefully it'll stick. Um, anybody else for you at third base? I worked on Luis Balbuena again. Yeah, why not, right? Yep. Yeah, no, when he gets a righty. Yeah, uh, we talked about that. That's Tanaka. That's the weird afternoon game. You know, so I don't know what you can do with that, but worth keeping that. He had 20 that. home runs against right-handed pitching last season. That's they, ridiculous. The Astros, just like the A's used to do, they know their lefty-ready platoon stuff where they get guys in where they want them, uh, and that's one of them. So, yeah, he does fine. If he gets in that lineup, uh, I like him. So have an eye on him. Don't know if you can use him in your DFS slate, but you can use him. Okay, uh, shortstop. This is actually, I, I think it's kind of a fun day for shortstop. Okay. I had four options I would actually be okay with. Okay. Uh, go ahead with yours. We'll see if I had any you didn't, because I, I okay. struggled a little. Okay, I'm, I'm going to start, again, beating up on Poirier and Chen with uh, Jose Iglesias. Okay, sure. Uh, once again, nothing special about Jose Iglesias other than he's right-handed, and that he's... Okay. Do you, you like know, him? He can hit lefties a little. He can hit lefties a lot. Uh, okay. I, I just don't buy him that much, but I prefer him against a lefty. All right. No, I I'm in on the pick, but it's mostly just a Tigers thing for me. I get, well, here's the thing with Iglesias. Yeah, he's probably going to get on base. Yeah. Okay. He he drew 13 walks against left-handed pitching last year. Good for a 4.25 on base percentage. It was actually higher than Xander Bogarts 4.24 against left-handed pitching last year. Boy, so. yeah, can hit lefties. Uh, can run a little bit too. Against the lefty, no. I no, wouldn't, I wouldn't maybe less that. so then. But, uh, you know, maybe against the bullpen. I, there's always that potential with him to run a little bit. And I just like that he's going to bat at the bottom of that lineup, which seems bad, except that just means, you know, kind of like a second leadoff hitter, depending on how things roll around. You know, less at bats. But I don't know. As a cheap option, I like Jose Iglesias. I'm in. Okay. 
All right, next up, uh, Marcus Simeon. Assume they allow him to play again. Yeah, he's starting this year like he started last year, just throwing the ball <laughs> over people's heads. It's not... They, 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 charged, they stuck poor Mark Canna with, with, with one of Simeon's errors today. Oh, I saw it. It was not nice. Yeah, he threw the ball a little high for him, and they're like, yeah, he... Yeah. I, I, I could see the case that the, the official score made, but I didn't agree with it. I yeah. thought it was Simeon's error. It cost the A's two runs, and they lost by one run. That's... Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Marcus Simeon is right-handed, gets a lefty, can hit lefties, has some power, and has some speed. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Uh, next up on my list, I have my guy, Brad Miller. Sure. I had him on my list. Did you really? Yeah, I don't love it, but I had him. He gets Aaron Sanchez. I really like Aaron Sanchez uh, on potential. He could do some really awesome things if he straightens it out. He could also be a mess and walk the world. Uh, Yeah, and he comes with a pretty hefty platoon split, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so uh, Brad Miller's left-handed. He's in a good spot for that. I don't love Brad Miller, but I agree that the matchup just might be good for him. Um, Could draw some walks, can do some damage. So, yeah, I like that. You know that uh, Aaron Sanchez gave up nine home runs last year? Uh, I didn't know that off the top of my head. You, you know how many home runs he gave up to lefties? Well, you got me before. Probably plenty. It wasn't all of them, was it? It was all nine, yeah. Oh, boy. That is, yeah. He had seven, eight OPS against left-handed hitting last year. <laughs> Aaron Sanchez, has, again, he has a bunch of potential. He could be really good, but he's got to not walk everybody, and he's definitely he got to do more walks and strikeouts against lefties. Last year? Yes. Oh boy. I know there's some weird like starting and relieving thing. I don't know. Uh, potential there, but there's also the potential to be really bad. You, I like that Brad Miller pick, man, for sure. That's a good place to be. Um, if I'm in a league, a deeper league, I like the flyer on Aaron Sanchez to figure it out, but I'm fine with picking against him tomorrow, too. Yeah. And, and rounding up my list, I have Brandon Crawford versus Jimmy Nelson to pick on Jimmy one more time. Sure. I'm fine with that. Uh, I don't love Brandon Crawford, but he should be fine. I don't really have a reason to not love Brandon Crawford. He should be fine. Um, we can also mention, Brad mentioned Carlos Correa against Tanaka, um, if you want. Again, it's a weird afternoon game. doesn't really fit. Um, and then my last one, uh, Addison Russell getting Andrew Heaney. Addison Russell hasn't lived up to his potential yet, but a lot of people are believers for sure. And I, he gets a lefty. I didn't, I didn't get the Addison Russell hype this offseason at all. Uh, I think there's a really good career there sometime, and we haven't okay. seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet, but if you want to be early instead of late to it, uh, I don't know. I think Andrew Heaney could be good, but I'm not scared of him yet either, or that Angels bullpen. I, don't, I just if they're going to continue to bat him ninth, I just I don't see where you know the production is really going to come from. Sure, sure, we'll see. I mean, I didn't draft him anywhere this year, but uh, I, neither did I. I didn't have I didn't have the chance, and I didn't really care to. So. Yeah, but it would not shock me if he like pulled his Xander Bogarts and got really good this year. You know, I think he will one year, and it might be this year. But I wasn't I wasn't in yet, but I'm. I didn't blame anybody it was. I don't know. Um, but Andrew Heaney, he'll be cheap. It'll be fine to go up against him. Uh, all right. In the outfield, what, yep. what are you thinking? I'm starting with the Mets stack. Okay. So we're going to talk about this. This is the Mets game. It's at 4 o'clock. Uh, it's just a weird timing thing. I don't know if it'll fit your DFS stack. But let's talk about it anyway. We should, because it might. All right. You've got three left-handed outfielders going up against Chris, Chris Young, not Chris B. Young. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you have Granderson and Conforto. Do you think they're going to bench Suspedes? They also have Diasa and the DH spot to use. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, so so sure. That makes that makes sense. Uh, 
yeah, I had Granderson and Conforto for sure. And it's, I agree. I Chris Young could throw five scoreless really easily, but he puts those balls in the air. He could give up, you know, some. And, and you know, Young, he does have a bit of a platoon split. It's not terrible. Seven three two OPS versus lefties last year. Yeah. You know, do with that what you will. Yeah. It's all about that ball going in the air, though. So who knows? Yeah, much. And he 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 does he does struggle a bit more during the day than he does at night. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, I, I'm I'm putting my hands up at the at the computer right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, I don't know if this game will fit a DFS stack, but it's interesting. If it did, I would probably try out Granderson. Um, for I, sure. I would just go with the cheapest one, honestly. And anyone you can get, sure. I, I would. I would. Uh, do I really want to toss the ass in there? Probably no, not. you don't. You hate him. You hate him. Um, the other one I had during the day. Uh, if you were crazy, you can take Rajai Davis against David Price. Just because Richie Davis likes to hit lefties, but I I'm not nuts about it. There's more options. It's the outfield. There's plenty of places to go. I wanted to get Richie Davis's name out there. I like him against lefties. I'm probably not brave enough to take him against David Price, but I like him against lefties. Okay. Um. All right. So into these evening games, the more viable ones. What, what are you thinking? Well, I really I I, I took a glance at the uh, Cardinals roster against John Neese. Yeah. They they have a couple outfielders that are kind of intriguing and Randall Gritchuk and Stephen Piscotty. Sure, two righty guys. I like both of them. Yeah, righties versus the lefty. But didn't the Cardinals used to be like good? Cardinals used to be good. Uh, they didn't hit lefties last year. I'm, I think we're going to talk about John Neese later. They didn't hit lefties well, look, last year. You you look at that roster and it's awfully mediocre. I mean, there's. I feel like we think that about the Cardinals every year, and then there they go winning ninety three games, ninety five games. Yeah, but they, you know they don't have a Pujols, they don't have a Hayward, they don't have. They have Matt Holiday at first base. Yeah, playing the corpse of Matt Holiday at first base. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I'm definitely not writing them off, but I'm not picking them to win that division. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to pick against them is kind of weird. So I like Randall Gridjuk and I like Stephen Piscotty. I agree against the lefty. And I think they're good enough to hit righties also, but I, I'm in for that. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, JD Martinez versus Wei Yin Chen. Yeah, and his outfielder buddy, Justin Upton. Both of them, right? Yeah, GF side also. You, you like Martinez more? Uh, a bit more, They yeah. both definitely have the potential to hit one out of the park. You know, pick one. There's, there's not a bad pick there. I don't. I, I would go with JD if I was picking Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, the Tigers. Oh boy. Yeah. How about your boy Corey Dickerson getting Aaron Sanchez? Yeah, I, I yeah. If he's left If you I take Brad Miller, I figure you got to take. I mean, you said on day one Corey Dickerson's your boy, so that's how this is going. He is. He hit a home run the first yes. day and then followed that with an O for it. I believe. Yes, on the day that you picked him, not so hot, but the day before went great. Yeah, he was one day early. Yeah, so. I, it's a good sign. It's a good sign, and he gets yeah. like we talked about Aaron Sanchez and his struggles. So it could be good. Um, I have Nelson Cruz getting Martin Perez because Nelson Cruz is a monster who hits home runs, uh, and he would prefer a lefty. Also, my boy Franklin Gutierrez. I wanted to mention this also. Uh, so I love Gutierrez when he gets in against a lefty, and he did, like I predicted on opening day, got in against a lefty. Okay. Didn't didn't do anything. They played Franklin Gutierrez at DH and Nelson Cruz in right field. I don't know. I don't know. I. I'm sure Franklin Gutierrez is not as good in the outfield as he used to be when he was an awesome center fielder, but he can't be worse than, I don't know. 
I don't have an answer for you. I thought it was interesting enough to bring up. It doesn't matter for DFS. He'll get to play. If they're DHing him, maybe he'll stay healthier longer. Go Franklin. That's awesome. Perhaps. But uh, I like him getting uh, Martin Perez. You can't hate that, right? No, you can't hate that. Yeah. No, it's, it's it could be expensive, but yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want Gutierrez as more than like my third outfielder, but I'm I'm interested. Uh, okay. How about David Peralta getting Chad Bettis? I had him written down. Yeah, David Peralta was kind of an interesting, popular guy this offseason, too. And I get it. He has a really interesting backstory, and he definitely is in the middle of breaking out, and he gets to bat somewhere behind uh, Paul Vilchmitt. But, yeah, why not? It's Chad Bettis. Go nuts, right? On the other side of that, I had Charlie Blackman versus Shelby Miller. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing not to like yeah. about Charlie Blackman at the top of that lineup. He kind of turned himself into a pretty high-fantasy pick, too. And I get Actually, it. Yeah, he's not cheap anymore yeah i i get it i like him uh yeah i don't have a problem with with blackman at all um i like another one chris with a k davis getting jose quintana huh huh no i don't know i just i just watched him have absolutely zero chance against chris sale so i'm kind of jaded yeah that's not fair but yes absolutely yeah (laughs) i i don't know he'll hit he'll hit there he'll be fine um i like chris davis would you uh, Jorge Soler get Andrew Heaney? Or are you kind of waiting and see on Jorge Soler? I would rather wait and see on Jorge, Jorge Soler. Than He's kind of a big question mark right now. I mean, if he hit 25 homers this year, I wouldn't be shocked. But if he also... Where is he playing time? Yeah, that's true. I mean, he'd have to hit his way into playing time. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. He'll play because they have a DH. He should get in there. Um, He's right-handed. You know, he'll get Heaney. But I'm fine with that. All right. Any other outfielders we need to mention? I, I think that covers it for me. I don't okay. Know Let's get into these pitching options. Uh, Brad liked Dallas Keuchel. I didn't think he was crazy. Uh, he'll get the Yankees. That's I'm, the, I'm still not a fan. Yeah, it's the afternoon game. I don't think he's nuts. Um, probably won't fit your slate, but if you want to go with that, that's fine. If you want David Price against Cleveland, that's fine. Again, these afternoon games don't make a lot of sense. Corey Kluber gets Boston. Syndergaard gets the Royals. We don't like picking against the Royals, even though Syndergaard's awesome. And then uh, Chris Young against the Mets, if you're feeling really brave. Those are not going to fit your DFS slate. How about in this evening game where it makes a little more sense? Who would you think about going with? This is okay. I, I'd probably start with Jenny Cueto. If I'm paying yeah. full price, I'm going Cueto. Yeah. I, talk about a question mark. I don't know. So. Just after his second half last year was so ugly. Yeah. You're not, you're not worried about Jenny Cueto? Not in his first start against <laughs> Milwaukee. Yeah. It's a. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with it. I don't feel confident, but I'm fine with it. You know, mm-hmm. he'll be okay. Um, how about, let's talk about John Neese. So John Neese comes from the Mets, who are known for not handling their players, and going to the Pirates, who are the latest team to have this weird, like, pitching magic, which I think is a lot of defense and a lot of uh, sabermetrics type stuff and positioning and whatnot. Um, but it's working. They made Jay Happ look useful. They've made a lot of players look useful. They're doing the right things there. So I'm not all aboard the John Neese train, but I'm at least thinking about it. It just, you know, they're starting, he's their second starter. And St. Louis last year was 28th in baseball in OPS against lefties. They were bad against lefties. And I don't think they suddenly like overmade their team. Like, yeah. So if you want to get cute, I think John Neese would be fine. Um, 
probably as a second starter or whatever, or just if you're in a GPP and you want to do something uh, unexpected. So I am okay with trying John Neese. Um, are you on board at all? If I'm, if I'm, if I'm, okay. My thought process is I don't see how you know how he's going to score any points for me. I, he could very well get the win, but you know it could be you know six innings of three run ball with three strikeouts and a couple yeah. walks and that. The other thing about John Neese is that he's uh, struggles really hard after the third time through the order, something like that. I forget the specific numbers. Uh, the point is, he's kind of a Tampa Bay Rays special, and that he needs to be on a short leash. And the Pirates probably knew that when they got him. He's great the first couple times and falls apart later. So they might not let him go past five or six innings, even if he's doing well. Um, we'll see how the Pirates plan to use him. It's his first start for them. So I agree the upside's not crazy, but uh, he could be pretty okay. It's a guy that we're usually not excited about. And he might be better. So I don't know. Um, how about we've picked on Wei and Chen enough. How about Justin Verlander going to Miami? We think he'll have the run support. Are you buying Justin Verlander? I have no idea what to make of that. I get that start or of just Justin Verlander in general? Justin Verlander in general. Oh yeah, me either. I I drafted him in a league just because he kind of fell to me far enough. Okay. And I was like, God, if he's still there, like I guess, but I'm I don't call myself a believer, you know. Me either. I don't you know, he's in his age thirty three season, which makes him one year younger than Isashi Mukuma. Oh boy, apparently. Um yeah. Uh, but we think he'll get run support tomorrow. I think it's Miami, and Miami's not really that scary. Yeah, okay. I, I could see it from that angle then. And yeah. Because we, we, we've we've spent, you know, the last 40 minutes telling everybody how great the Detroit offense is. Yeah. That, okay, that makes the case for me. I, I could yeah. definitely be talking to that then. All right. Uh, how about Michael Waka getting Pittsburgh opposite John Neese? Well, I... It's fine, right? Why? Because people think Michael Waka's really good. He's fine. Because people think he's really good. I, that's why I'd mention him. I, I'm not. I've never loved Michael Walker, but he's certainly been a good major league pitcher. Um, Pittsburgh just feels pesky to me. He's, he's. I mean, he seems like he he should have better results than he gets. Yeah, he's. He can be frustrating. You know, he's he's got he's got the you know the look of an ace, but he doesn't seem to have the results of an ace. Yeah, and he's hurt all the time, and I'm always worried he's going to be hurt again or start. I mean, it just—it's fine now. I don't know. He, he seems to rack up, rack up quite a few wins, and I think that's more of a function of just being on the Cardinals as opposed right. to actually being really good. Yeah. Here's the important thing: he has okay. uh, not struck out eight batters per nine either of the last two seasons, and the way the strikeout game is going now, that makes him a relatively low strikeout fantasy pitcher. So he's not I getting agree. the strikeouts you want. So. Uh, that's enough to make me shy away at least a bit. Um, who else are you looking at uh, for this day? I I, I kind of like going old school with Cueto and Lester, honestly. Yeah. Lester gets the Angels, and you know they have Mike Trout, and they have Albert Pujols, who can kind of hit lefties. But other than that, like I'm not worried about that lineup, are you? Neither, no. Yeah, if he can avoid them, I think John Lester could do just fine. Um, that's, a, that's a fine pick. Not exciting. Could be fine. Casimir going to San Diego. I mean, if you believe yeah. in Scott Casimir, that's fine too. They just want, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there, there's options. There's no slam dunks for me, but but there's plenty of options, places to you go. Want, want to talk about Shelby Miller or no? Not against the Rockies, not really. Uh, Rockies on the road though. Yeah, they scored ten runs on Monday. The Rockies can hit. I don't know. Uh, 
the D-backs bullpen is not great as much as they tried to improve this year. They didn't make their bullpen any better. Um, Shelby Miller will be fine. I don't think my eggs are going in that basket, but um, he's again, he's not for me. I don't think his strikeouts are that great either. You know, so yeah. better than Waka. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's not for me. I, I'm okay. I don't trust that crazy low ERA, and I think it will inflate his price to a pl- place where I was like, no, not for me. Um, but you wouldn't be crazy going there either. Okay, we got to talk about our contest. You had Arvin Santana, and he got screwed by the weather. Um, and I had Ari yeah. Dickey, and he... Uh, I feel so unlucky. Yeah, uh, and I had a very mediocre win out of Ari Dickey, just like I expected. Um, so this day, we can take uh, Chris Young against the Mets. We can take John Neese, which I discussed. We can take Martin Perez or Chad Bettis. I don't think either of us are interested. Uh, Andrew Heaney would be fine. Also, uh, Chris Bassett looks like he's going to start for the A's on Tuesday. No, he's turning Wednesday. It's, it's supposedly Sonny Gray's going to try to give it a go. Uh, okay. So it comes down to how Sonny Gray's feeling. I don't think either of us would have picked Chris Bassett against the White Sox either. Maybe you would. I would consider it. You'd think about it. Neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, I'm between Chris Young and John Neese personally. Okay. Uh, I might, I talked enough about it. I think I'm going to go with John Neese, um, against St. Louis and hope that they can't hit lefties and just trust the pirates and what they're doing with pitchers. Uh, no, I'm, I exact same thinking, exact same pick. I'm embarrassed by it. It's not great. Again, the, this contest is very hard in April. It gets much easier. The season goes on. Uh, we don't know what's going on. The ownership numbers are funky. Um, Chris, you were tempted by Chris Young though, weren't you? No, no, I was. I like the Chris Young train, but uh, yeah. Okay, so we're both taking John Nace. Um, I'm I'm fine with it. All right, um, I, I'm interested. I could see it going badly, but we'll see. Uh, how's that for a recommendation? Pretty good, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here for Tuesday? Uh, White Sox are undefeated. White Sox are undefeated. So far, so good. Winning that one run game. Chris Sale getting them that gutsy quality start. Yeah. Actually, he, he threw great. He yeah, really did. he's good. I'm still scared about his elbow one day. I don't know why, but I feel like there's a thing with pictures like him and Madison Bumgarner and whatnot where everyone's like, we were worried, and then it's been a few years, and it's fine, so we don't have to worry anymore. And I'm like, it could still go bad. I don't I don't draft those guys. They freak I me out. I think most White Sox fans have kind of like come come to terms with it. Like if it goes, it goes, but we're just gonna enjoy it while it's here. Sure. It's a good attitude. They'll still be sad, but I don't know. Hopefully he's all right. Um okay. Well that should about do it for us. Uh Matt is on Twitter at a new name, like we said, Matt D underscore DFS. I'm still at Higgins FOS. We like to hear from you guys. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know if you're trying out our sponsor, Seat Geek. Uh, again, we're really happy to be uh, have them on board and have a sponsor. And again, you can save $20 off a ticket purchase. You, you know you're going to see baseball games anyway. Do yeah. it through SeatGeek.com yeah. and save money. They give you 20 bucks to go to a game. You know, that's... What, 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 let's give them that promo code one more time. Streams. For Field of Streams. And yeah, if you want to help us out, again, this podcast is free. Yeah, plus we're happy that it's a cool sponsor. We're not having to sell, like, cologne or anything weird. I don't even know what else we'd be selling. But we're selling uh, SeatGeek, and that's that's great. So we're excited to have them on board. Um, yeah, catch us on Twitter. Also, yeah, I've started this uh, hashtag at Field of Streams. Pardon me, hashtag Field of Streams. And using that. So if you guys have 
questions and whatnot, uh, use that and I can get to those. We also respond to comments and stuff on the post, but Twitter is yeah, the easiest way. So we're, we're pretty good about responding. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, that should do it for us. Matt and I will be back on Wednesday. Again, we're here every day, Monday through Friday. So we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Other than that, uh, we'll see you guys then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.